Hey, Dr. Randy here from Intentional Living. I was thinking coming in the studio today about uh, so many people that I've met uh, recently and over the years who have found themselves in a spot in life where they're not happy, they're not satisfied with what they're doing, their job or their their ministry or just their life. They haven't found that sweet spot in life. And it got me thinking about how many people spend their lives doing what they're not best at, what they're not interested in or gifted at. Well, I've discovered in my work with Intentional Living that successful people have learned to focus on that one thing that they do well, that God's gifted them in, and they focus on it. Uh, They would rather do one thing well than several things um, average. And one of the blessings we have, let's face it, here in the United States, not everyone, but many of us have the opportunity to really search what is it that God's, how is he wired us, uh, what is it about our lives that we can we can be best at in our lives. And uh, I'd love to have you join in. I'll tell you why we're doing this today, because I want, I want each of us to find what is it that God has called us to. Now, I know overall to bring him glory, right? That's ultimately why we're here. So whatever we do, we should be doing that. Even if you don't like what you're doing, you bring him glory. But uh, maybe there's something that God has really prompted you or encouraged you in your life and you've never stepped out. So here's the question. Have you discovered that one thing, how God has wired you and you've pursued it and you would share your story, how God has blessed you in that effort, in that move, that direction to encourage others to think about what is it? Now, it's not just work, by the way. We're not talking about just a job or work or career, but we're talking about our lives, our priorities in our lives, maybe our ministry. What is it? Give us a call. 888-888-1717 is the number. Love to have you get on, share your story, encourage someone. And I've got a gift for you. I'm going to send to you, or we're going to give you access to it, to the One Thing Makes a Difference 30-Day Devotional. Uh, We'll get it to you in the mail. You'll love this devotional book. It's our free gift to you when you call uh, to participate and share in this discussion with me today. Dr. Randy here, Intentional Living, 888-888-1717. Jennifer is now flying the ship for us. She's our engineer. Stephen, our producer. Gino's on Facebook, uh, making sure that you're making sure I'm looking pretty over there, Gino. On Facebook, all right. And uh, we're on Facebook Live today as well. Love to have you all join in. Again, 888-888-1717. Just before we we get to some of the calls uh, on this topic today, uh, one of the things I have found in working with people over the years is many of us tend to focus on our weaknesses, not our strengths. Maybe you grew up and you have those memories of being pushed and, you know, son, you can do better. Daughter, you can do better in this area and that area. And the the fact is maybe you're not wired like that. Um, Everyone's different. And uh, sometimes we have put ourselves in a box in life instead of finding what is it that God has made you good at and how he's wired you. Uh, What happens sometimes is that we give up when we start to compare ourselves with someone else. You know, they're so good at that or, or, you know, they're a good musician or uh, they're better at uh, mathematics or they're, you know, they're a better parent than I am, whatever it is. And we start to compare ourselves with others And it's easy then to give up. And many of you have struggled with that. Maybe you were there today. You had an older brother or sister that was better at something than you were. And so you gave up even though you had a passion in a certain area of life. It's easy to give up when we feel criticized. Man, maybe you lived in an environment where you had a parent or grandparent or a sibling that criticized you. 
um, or a teacher or some, uh, friends, whatever it is. But criticism has a way of, like cancer, destroying a sense of confidence and ability to move forward. I think another time we give up is when we say we don't know enough. In other words, I'm interested in that, wired maybe to do these kinds of things in life, but I don't know enough about it, so I give up. Maybe you didn't have the luxury of the kind of education or experiences, and so you give up instead of saying, hey, I'm going to push through. And I think sometimes it's easy to give up when we can't see ourselves being successful in an area. Now, we're talking about success in terms, as far as I'm concerned, uh, we only do this to bring glory to God and benefit to other people. But I'm convinced that some of you, God has wired you to be an artist and you're not exploring it. You have ability to do music and you, you've not explored it. Maybe there's a opportunity to do some things in your own life and learning that uh, you've not explored that God would really bless if you stepped out. It's a shame to live an entire lifetime, look back with regret that I should have or could have. And I don't want that for any of us. In fact, intentional living is about living uh, more of a regret-free life. So again, come and join me. Here's what I'd like to have you do. Are you, are you a person that's discovered or in the process of discovering that one thing, your work, your life, your faith, your growth, wherever you are, and you'd like to share it with others, just tell us your story, your journey. Love to have you do that. 888-888-1717 is the number. Uh, Stephen will get your calls as soon as he can. Just uh, hang on. We'll get you on. Uh, we'd love to have you join us. And again, a book for everybody. One Thing Makes a Difference devotional as you call today. 888-888-1717. You know, sometimes uh, I've discovered in working with people that um, somebody else, maybe a parent or a grandparent or someone that you care about, sees in you what you don't see in yourself. Uh, Sharla, for instance, uh, went from being a grandma to a realtor. Sharla, go ahead. Tell us your story. Earlier this year, one of my friends, or late, late last year, said, you know, you ought to get into real estate. You would be so good at it. And I had spent 15 years being the grandmother to my quintuplet grandson. And I just had some time on my hands. And she said that to me at church one day. So I got my real estate license this year. Wow. Went to work for um, a Christian company, just fabulous Christian uh, men who own this company. And God has just directed my path. I've just been blown away wow. by what a blessing it has been and um, how great it's been to help other people find a new home and sell their house and make friends. And I just want to say yeah. thank you to my friend for saying that to me and and just God just putting that turn on my heart to follow through with it and then waking up those brain cells that have been Good dead for, for so long. Now, now, did you have naysayers along the way saying, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Of course, and um, that's okay. Uh, a lot of people tell me how hard it would be, how you couldn't, you know, break into real estate and just, you know, don't count on having any success your first year or very little success. Well, I was the, just last month in November, I was the, received the award for the highest volume for November. Wow. Good for and, you. And, um, it's, it has been an amazing year, and I've just, I've just been blown away by how God just has worked out problems that needed, you know, situations that just needed 
um, help and helping people get in qualified for loans and finding a house in their price range and hmm. seeing them to the point where they get to move in. It, it's been um, a great year, huh. and I am so grateful. What, what have you God learned? What have you learned about yourself through this year? Well, I've learned that at my age, um, I really can kind of multitask some days. <laughs> I've learned that um, I can stay calm. I can problem solve. I've learned that some things I have, um, again, as in life, realized that you can't solve everything. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you just have to leave it on the table and just turn it over to the Lord and trust Him to work it through. And, and I've just learned Good a lot you. about myself. So Charlotte, Grandma Charlotte went back to, to school, went to real estate school, got her license, um, and you were the salesperson of the month for November, and you never would have thunk it a year ago, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, That's exactly right. Good for you, Charlotte. Thank you. Thank you for all that you do. I love listening to you every day. Well, I'm glad you're listening. Thank you, Grandma Charlotte, successful realtor. You know, we're talking, if you just joined us, we're talking about those, that sweet spot in life. And, and, you know, I think about my own life and I look over the years and I, as I think about how I grew up, I had a supportive family, love my parents. Um, we're not uh, educated people, but they, um, they were passionate about service and about uh, trusting God. So uh, the expectations, I don't remember the expectations that were sent along to me um, in terms of life and you know, that, that you could do this or you could do that. Those weren't things that, that we talked about. It was sort of getting on with life, doing the next thing. And so as I think about my own life, as I look back now, I think I probably put myself in a box when I was younger saying I could not do that or I wouldn't be capable of that. And it's over the years now I look back and I kind of smile and chuckle and maybe even a little bit sad at times thinking how it's easy to allow Satan to speak into your, your ears things that are lies. Now, I'm not just talking about your career. I'm talking about you can be successful in that marriage relationship. You can do that. And it may not be that you saw that in the family you grew up in or in your past experiences, but God can give you the strength, the courage, the confidence to deal with that in your life. Maybe it has to do with music. Maybe it has to do with a career. Maybe it has to do with some area of your life of interest. And the question really that we're focusing on today is really this. What is that one thing uh, that you've discovered in your life about how you're wired and how God is using you in your life? Or, or one thing maybe you've held back on that you want to step out and be, you want to be confident about to move forward about today. Give me a call. 888-888-1717 is the number. 888-888-1717. We're live in the studio. We'll get you on here. And by the way, everybody, you're going to get access to A free book. We're going to send you the One Thing Makes the Difference devotional, 30 Days to Closeness with Christ, as you call 888-888-1717. Let me get Jim on the line here from Arizona. Hi, Jim. How are you doing? Hey, fine. How are you? Good. Good. What's your your story about uh, finding your sweet spot? Are you ready to laugh? Okay. Because um, after I got uh, recommitted to the Lord at 26, I was a guitar player. I played in uh, rock bands and stuff. 
And we got to this little gospel group together after I recommitted my life to Jesus. And we had a special meeting at my house on an afternoon, all four or five, six of us with our girlfriends and wives. And we sat down and tried to figure out what our gifts were. And here it was that God had given us the gift of music and worship and and uh, singing and things. And we tried to figure out, let's see, who's going to be the prophet? Who's going to be the pastor? Who's going to be a evangelist? Who's going to be a teacher, a preacher? Who's going to have discernment? Who's going to have wisdom? And it was so funny. Years years later, here I am, seventy one plus, and and I've 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 really been walking in my gift for about uh, three years now. And uh, along that time, the Lord has shown me a lot. But uh, for those. Uh, musicians out there who really don't know what their gift is, you might ask the Lord humbly, is this the the one you intended for me? Along with other things, he gave me the gift of prayer. Mm. I had no idea mm. that that would come along. Later on, even more important, I asked him for wisdom. Mm. And boy, that, that just turned my life around as well as people that in our prayer group were praying for uh, every Tuesday night. Mm. Makes a difference. You know, Jim, I was thinking about music and uh, I, I grew up in a, in a musical family. My dad was a professional musician um, before he came to Christ. He used to have a dance band. This was back in the 30s. Um, and he had a dance band. They would travel up and down the western side of Michigan and the Chicago. And he had the dancing girls and the, 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 the band and the whole thing. He gave his life to Christ. It was interesting. He gave his life to Christ when he was... 26 and he put his he played saxophone which i play by the way and he put his saxophone away because it was an instrument of the quote devil uh in the 30s you can imagine that it really was in many ways and uh, some some godly guys came along and said you kidding get that instrument out and use it for christ and he would go down to those same taverns and play that musical instrument until they threw him out where he'd give glory to god and play you know how great thou art on his saxophone uh, and so he, it, music was something that really was a part of our family. My brother Larry is a professional musician. He's very talented, very gifted. And I think one of the things I was taking, I'm youngest, so I was three, I'm three, five years younger than Larry. So when I w- would go and take piano lessons, I was playing Thompson book number one. Any of you remember that Thompson book was the first book in piano lessons. And Larry was already way down the line. And so I gave up playing the piano because he was already so, quote, successful. And I think sometimes we look back in our lives and say, why did I do that? Why, why did I compare or contrast or what have you, somebody else, and how it impacts you? And I think that's really the discussion today. I don't care if you're 16, 26, or like uh, Jim just said, 70 plus. Uh, finding that place that God can use you in service, I don't know what it requires, maybe some more training, more maybe exploration, reading, uh, mentoring, I don't know, but what is it? And how has God wired you? You want to share your story? Give us a call. 888-888-1717. We got uh, calls coming in. We'll get to in a moment. I'll tell you what, Jennifer, let's take a quick break. We'll be back. Take your calls, hear your story, tell you how you can get the book. One thing makes a difference, a gift from us as you call 888-888-1717. This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. 
This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. We are Intentional Living, and we'll be right back. Lower stress by keeping things simple. Hi, I'm Dr. Randy Carlson with an Intentional Living Minute. Under pressure of persecution, the first century church kept things very simple. It says in Acts chapter 2 that they broke bread in their homes and ate together with a glad and sincere heart. Boy, that sounds good, doesn't it? Keep your focus on Christ. Maybe you have a small group, but if you don't, get into one. Live daily. We've talked about decluttering your life as one of the steps in the process of living an intentional life. And celebrate the small things. We live in a world that is full of a lot of stress, partly because we, well, we bring the stress into our life. So can I encourage you today to lower the stress by keeping things simple in your life, in your relationships? And when you do, that's intentional living. Visit us at theintentionallife.com. All right, again, 888-888-1717. That's the Intentional Living Minute, by the way. Uh, sent out around the country every day. We're talking today about that sweet spot. Uh, have you discovered that one thing, how God's wired you? Um, maybe you're still searching and you're 70. That's okay. 888-888-1717. On Facebook, go ahead and tell us. Post it below. I'd love to hear from you. Or give me a call here, 888-888-1717. Okay, let's get to the calls. Pam? is in Georgia. Hey, yeah. hey, Pam, how you doing? Hi. Hi there. I'm well, thank you. Good. I'm actually in Arizona. <laughs> oh, well, it says Georgia on my screen, so you must have flown quickly. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, All right. God works miracles, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your one thing? So, well, my sweet spot is, you know, we have... My husband and I have four children, and they're grown adults now. And we had one that, you know, went astray. And, you know, teenage years were pretty difficult with her. But she recently, just a day and a half ago, gave birth to a baby girl. She strayed away. I prayed for her for over a decade um, that God really worked on her heart. And I, you know, I knew it was going to be on his time. And I had to have patience. And she had, she brought this little baby girl into the world, and she looked at us, and she goes, Mommy, it's nothing shy of a miracle. Mm. And she just, you know, it's amazing how God answers our prayers, you know, perfectly. Is that your one thing? Is that you know? what God's really called you to, is prayer? Yeah. You know, it's, you know, through everything, through, you know, what our country's going through and whatnot, I just really feel a strong connection to pray and let God know our worries. Um, it helps me sleep better at night, just giving it to Him. And, you know, this was, this is one of the biggest blessings He could have given me to see my daughter come full circle. Amen. I can hear that. In your voice, uh, Pam, and I hear also that great faith, and I think we think about faith, and some people just seem to have the gift of faith. My father-in-law, uh, who is the founder of uh, Family Life Radio, Warren Bolthouse, man of faith. He used to say, I can remember him saying this all the time, God said it, I believe it, and that's it. <laughs> 
That's a, some people say that's a simplistic way of living. Um, I'm not so sure of that, but it certainly was a simple way of living. In other words, he was clear in terms of if God said it, he believed it, and he was going to live and act on that one thing in his life. And uh, that's a powerful part of it, isn't it? You know, today we're not only talking about these attributes of faith and um, love, but we're also talking about the skills, the gifts, the capacity to do things, how God wires us, um, to find that sweet spot, not only in ministry and what we might call full-time ministry, you know, and being a worship leader or music, but maybe in your career. Did God change that? I think for myself, I was 33 years old when I went back to school to get my degree in counseling and then went on to get my doctorate in psychology, uh, not knowing exactly how it would be used. And here we are using it over the years and counseling centers we, we've developed and different things over the years. And uh, part of it was knowing that that was how God wired me for people, for teaching, for sharing, and then not getting into that zone until I was 33 years old. That's okay. And so wherever you are, finding that sweet spot and how God can use you and uh, at the same time, find joy in the process. Love to have you join in. Triple eight, triple eight, seventeen, seventeen is the number. Let's go to Mary in Texas. Hi, Mary. How you doing today? Good. Good. Have you found that sweet spot for your life? Yes, actually. Um, my family is very musical, and so for years I've used my music talents. But recently, um, I've started exploring my art talents more, and music mm. is a form of art. Yes. But um, one one day, someone just said to me, why don't you just sketch that flower and paint it? And I just did. And that's a talent that God's put in me that I had done years ago that I had just kind of gotten away from, that I knew I still had, but I had never really used for His glory. And recently, um, God laid on my heart to sign up to be a volunteer at our local Salvation Army. Mm. And so I'm going to use my music talents, my art talents, whatever talents they need. Um, I'm, I'm kind of a jack-of-all-trades, just whatever they need. I'm, I'm not a specific department. Um, and um, I kind of have the opposite problem you had. My family is very well-educated, and most of them are dermatologists and pharmacists and physicists and astronomers, and I'm just kind of this, you know, person that can't work a paid job. So <laughs> Good for you. Um, Get out of the box, but, you know, right? Find your spot I, and, and I just, do it. I, I, I use my, you know, I, I went up to the pastor at the Salvation Army, and I said, I am a vocalist. You know, so if you need somebody to sing, I'll sing, you know, and um, I've talked to the senior officer, you know, you, you, I do art, you know, so. You know how, you know how desperately uh, the pastors of America who are listening today would love to have their congregants come and say, hey, I do this. God's wired me this way. How can I help? And after you pick your pastor up off the floor um, he'll be glad to put you to service. In fact, I think in our own church, they have a program called SHAPE, S-H-A-P-E, each of them standing for a letter, which I don't remember at this point, but it has to do with finding your shape, your spiritual giftedness, uh, so you can use that in service. Um, you know, I, I think of my wife, Donna, very talented artist. We we have some of her, she, she paints these beautiful paintings, 
And then she puts them away and we never see them. I said, I want them up on the wall. So we've had them frame, put them up on the wall. Um, and I look at them from time to time and I think, I couldn't do that. That's not the way I'm wired. In a little stick person, I would draw. Uh, but God's wired her this way and she's used that art. Many of you have seen her art. Some of you have her art hanging in her home, in your homes. And so we we all have gifts. I think it's it's an opportunity to see, God, how have you wired me? What is it for my career, for my life? for my relationships, whatever it may be, and to be able to use it. Don't allow the messages of the world to drag you down. Intentional living, intentional living is about having less regrets at the end of the day and the end of the life. Every day, figuring out what pleases Christ and then doing it. Let's take a quick break, Jennifer. We'll be right back. Then Jacob also went to Rachel, and the scripture says, and also he loved Rachel more than Leah. Ouch. How did Leah feel? Here's a fact. Leah was tolerated, needed, and stuck. She wasn't first, she was second. You know, my lesson this month for our Intentional Living community is on the topic of how God loves and cares for the unloved. And Leah is an example. If you read that story in Genesis, you see that the the scripture says, because um, God saw that she was unloved, he opened her womb. One of the things I've noticed as I was doing a study of characters in scripture, God had a way of making up the difference for some of these unloved characters, these people who were in either relationships or their life situations, and they clearly were not a what we might consider in a loving kind of environment. And that may be you today. God cares for you. He loves you. Uh, if you are part of our community, watch for that lesson. It'll be coming your way by email as it does every month of video and audio. New members, come and join us uh, when you're part of our intentional living community because you care about your life and your family and your future and helping us with the ministry. I will make sure you start receiving the teaching from our mentoring uh, department as well. Uh, Just go to theintentionallife.com. That's theintentionallife.com. And click on that uh, donate button and come and join us. And when you do, I say in advance, thank you for your monthly support. We need your help. Uh, We've been a little bit behind where we need to be. I'll just share with you financially. I know it's a tough time for many of you. And I just thank those of you who are stepping up to help. Be a part of it. Life-changing. Again, go to theintentionallife.com. Tell you what's going to happen, though. We're going to continue to receive your calls because I'm going to stay right here in the studio. And we're going to continue this discussion afterward, record these, and share them on a later broadcast. And again, the question we're really throwing out to you is, have you discovered your one thing sweet spot in life? How did you discover it? How has it changed your life? Give me a call right now. The lines are open, 888-1717, 888-888-1717. We'll tell you how you can get access to the free devotional, One Thing Makes a Difference, 30-Day Devotional. We'll get that to you. Call now. We'll be here for another 30 minutes recording your our conversation together, uh, and you can be and hear yourself on an upcoming broadcast. Again, 888-888-1717. Jennifer is uh, day number one solo on the board today a plus 
Great job, Jennifer. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll, be all, we'll be back here again tomorrow with more Intentional Living. We'll see you then. <music>